Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is B of C Live for Tuesday, June 9th, 2020. We are in solidarity with those that seek justice and reform. People of color have been mistreated and justice carried out unequally or not at all for far too long. This has been true on the cannabis front and in larger society overall. Black Lives Matter. In our newsletter this week and all of last week, we have sought to amplify voices that we have found thoughtful, impassioned, and meaningful. Specifically, we encourage you to read Von Mala Summerinium, uh, Ika Washington, and Jeremy Jacob, all linked to from our newsletter yesterday. We will continue to share works that we have found meaningful and found purpose in uh, through our social channels as well as here. We encourage you to go back and watch Friday's uh, BFC Live last week with Ika Washington, who wrote an impassioned piece to the cannabis industry. BFC Live is a video and podcast production of the business of cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video, and podcast channels, as well as real world and virtual events. We've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. In a few moments, we will connect with Krista Raymer, the co-founder of Vetrina Group. They are retail strategists and consultants uh, who will be joining us over the next couple of months to talk about the future of retail writ large and what it means to cannabis retail specifically. But first, yesterday we had our first answer to our Ask the Expert segment with CanDelta, the official regulatory advisory of Business of Cannabis. Sherry Boudrum of CanDelta answered a question from Malka LaBelle uh, about Health Canada's packaging restrictions. You can see that on our website as well. Our sister publication, Report on Psychedelics, released two new podcasts this week, a weekly news briefing and a conversation with Trevor Miller of MAPS Canada. Thank you, as always, to the Neo Exchange for their support of Report on Psychedelics. Tomorrow, we'll be joined by BDSA, our official insights partner, for a deep dive into their best-in-class data and analytics. In case you missed it, last week, uh, Liz Tahura, the co-founder president of BDSA, gave a great overview of the BC cannabis consumer market. Thursday, we'll be sharing updates about Cannabis Forward, our networking series. We have some great events coming up, what you'll want to know about. Friday, we're going to talk IT with Alcit, specifically about protecting data and privacy of your customers and patients, no matter the size of your company. As always, follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you to our partners, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, and BDSA for their ongoing support of our work at Business of Cannabis. Now, you'll see a conversation with Krista Raymer, the co-founder of Vetrina Group, retail strategist talking about cannabis retail and what it will look like in the future. Enjoy. Krista Raymer, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, this is going to be great. So you and I got connected before um, the world has not fallen apart, but before the world even started to fall apart, we were connected because um, you were part of an event that uh, Cannabis Forward did in uh, Waterloo, and then yep. we started talking about the work that Vitrina Group does. Quickly talk about Vitrina Group, and then I'll describe sort of what we're going to be doing together. Yeah, so Vitrina Group is a retail consulting group. We really look at the operational flexibility of retail stores and then how to optimize the revenue within the store. Um, we really take a brick and mortar approach and then how you feed that back to your e-com website as well. Yeah. So that's where we started talking. And then um, you and I, and, and well, a lot of the industry as well, we're looking at sort of the first half of 2020 and all of 2020 as this almost a once an industry opportunity 
or once an industry timeline where retail was going to ramp up, you know, to like 10x of what it was, certainly in Ontario, but really yeah. across, across the country. And within that, there was lots of interesting conversations to have with you guys. You were part of our cannabis and technology event in April, but we've had lots of conversations since then because the world has shifted, I think, dramatically in some ways, especially as it relates to brick and mortar retail. And, right. and there's cannabis retailers in every step along the way, you know, either they're applying for their first license or they're trying to open their third store or they're like mid build and trying to get up and running or trying to like integrate e-com, like all those things. When you think about a retailer, whether they're in cannabis or not, like what are the foundational elements you're like trying to hone in on for people who've never been in retail and those that have like to try to bring them back to like the foundational things? What are those foundational things? We hear everybody talk about data and nobody talk about what data you can use. And so we really like to think about transaction frequency, new customer acquisition, and average spend. And so when we're thinking about what steps you need in any point along your roadmap to opening a cannabis store or in the middle of creating new strategy, we're like, how do those three pieces feed back into every decision that you're making? Yeah. I love that because I come from a communications and pol- political background and we're always trying to hone in for like candidates or companies. Like when you're talking about yourself, here's the home base messages. And it sounds like there's a home base for every retailer too. Like it's these three things, everything should answer or, or ladder up to these three things. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And help you guide decisions in the future. So if we're creating like a strategy or if we're making a quick decision about a store build, how can we think about that? through the lens of those three questions to make you more confident in the decisions that you're making. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's pervasive too the way you've just put it uh, because it also feeds into who you hire and why you hire them and then how you train them and then how you feedback the data about how the training has going based on co- consumer interaction. Like all those things, like I like to think of myself as like an eight-year-old, like every, that, that makes total sense to an eight-year-old because there are three things that everything should answer up to. Yeah, like you can extend that as far as your inventory strategy or what product you're going to carry in the store, what the store looks like, where the store could be. And so it can be really powerful in helping you make those decisions um, and really think through the possibilities instead of the restrictions that are in place. Yeah, and we're going to talk a lot about those three things, but also every facet over the next couple of months. We're going to do Uh, six conversations with you and with Mm -hmm. outside experts as well to sort of hone in on what cannabis retailers ought to be thinking about and laddering up to those three sort of pillars. But, But I'm really excited because the timing is great because, again, there are these retailers along this timeline of opening up. There are people who are getting into retail, and we've talked about this a lot, who don't have a ton of experience in retail and maybe a ton of experience in cannabis, not a ton of experience in retail, have a ton of experience in retail, but not about cannabis. Um, And and the world has shifted dramatically. I mean, we've had conversations and I'd love to sort of ask you, like, um, is, is the world topsy-turvy about what used to be considered primo spot for a retailer versus what might be the future of a retail location? For sure. I mean, I think even before COVID, there were shifts in, in what was happening in retail in this very traditional approach. And now you have an opportunity to approach the entire thing differently because you have uh, customers who are looking for you in different ways. And so for the cannabis industry specifically, we're, we're really about like, let's focus not on what we can't do, but what we can do. Like, let's optimize. We have an opportunity to now rethink all of our decisions, which is, can be really overwhelming. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but 
we have an opportunity to rethink what our customer wants and what our customer needs um, and position it that way. And then also what our staff want and need and what that looks like today versus what it looked like eight months ago is different. But I think we're also at a point where we're willing to explore those deeper than we were maybe even eight months ago. Yeah, it's also interesting because uh, as the world has sort of shifted, people's um, mindset is less foundational, right? Like there are people like, we have to do it this way because it's always been done that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's not where we are today, right? It's a good time to sort of shake your foundational thinking. And and, um, you also have to if you're a cannabis retailer because the regulatory landscape has shifted, whether it's permanent or not how you, one of the pillars, like how you retain, attract and retain customers has changed than being in the location where they walk by every day. Because they may not walk by every day, but they might find you online and you might be able to deliver. And how do you sort of actualize that is, um, is things we're going to be exploring. Let's just say that over the next couple of months. Yeah, we really believe that cannabis retailers have done an incredible job so far in dealing with chaos, like regulatory chaos, chaos with product. It, it extends all the way through that narrative. but now you also have chaos in your customers' lives. And so the chaos allows you to make decisions and move quickly, um, but it also can create a lot of pain and struggle. And yeah. so how do we kind of reduce some of that pain and struggle and also optimize in the fact that we are in a time of chaos because we really see it as an opportunity. Yeah, and we're gonna dive deep on a whole variety of things, but like what the you know best practices in-store, best practices online, talking about even sort of pricing and product and, um, and, and as much as the cannabis industry, and we've talked about this with Shopify and others, is um, unique. Mm-hmm. It's also selling products to people. And selling products right. to people, there's a lot to learn from a whole variety of retailers that are either doing it poorly and you can learn a lot, or doing it really, really well, even in this time. And I guess as we sort of wrap this up, like who, who do you think in the sort of retail landscape now, and it doesn't need to be cannabis, but in the sort of COVID time, has like, shifted really quickly, implemented a new strategy, are serving customers and against those three pillars, like retaining customers, the spend has gone up, all of those things. Like, who are you watching in in your retail world saying, oh man, that is like so smart? Yeah, we are really looking at businesses who were already online or who have shifted very quickly to online and then how they are understanding their customer relationship to be on multiple platforms. So we're looking at retailers who are keeping that customer conversation alive all the way through. And so right now there are really interesting examples in grocery that probably never existed before. Um, There are also apparel brands who are doing a really interesting job in rethinking what product assortment they have and really understanding their customer needs very quickly and then changing those accordingly. Um, And then there are restaurants who are doing a really incredible job. I think that that is something that traditionally gets unexplored in retail, which is at times, especially right now with click and collect and delivery and those types of things, um, very comparable to the cannabis industry. And so they're being really agile with the product that they're carrying and how they get it to their customers. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm so excited to explore this because it's, it's, um, it's something I knew nothing about until we started talking, frankly. Uh, but I feel like there's so much to learn and, and I can learn along sort of our audience, but, but learn from experts like you. We're going to bring in some others uh, to sort of provide their, their perspectives as well. And yeah. not just today, but over the next couple of months, like how, how, what's, what's the first step you take potential you know, customer, uh, clients through? And sort of what does that look like if people want to get in touch out of this conversation? 
Like, how do they get in touch with you? What will you walk them through? Like, what does that process look like? Basically, one of the best ways to get in touch with us is to initiate a micro project. So what we like to do is work with customers through a problem that they are experiencing in their own retail environment and come up with a solution and an actionable plan to really get it resolved quickly. And so in that, we get to build a relationship, understand each other and our working patterns, and then solve something that has been unable to be solved by the retailer themselves. I love it. It's like micro dosing but for work. Mm -hmm. It is like a microdose. <laughs> it's a revolutionary thought. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's what everybody's <laughs> doing. Well, well, Krista, we, we are so uh, excited to do this with you. Uh, we're going to be, there's going to be six sessions between now and the end of August. Well, you'll, I mean, people who follow us will, will know the topics coming up. We're excited to learn from you, learn from the folks you're going to bring on, learn from folks who are really just doing really amazing things in retail and in cannabis retail and every aspect of it. So thanks for being here. Thanks for the partnership. We really look forward to the coming months. Thanks. We really look forward to it. And we're going to bring in some really great people to come up with some great ideas. Amazing. Great. Thanks, Krista. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks.